Kia ora, and welcome back to Vulnerable Spaces Project. I'm your host, Sarah Raya. I hope you guys enjoyed that first episode that I put out. This episode today is going to be about my childhood. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to debrief that a little bit before I kind of jump into it. I had a really awesome childhood. And I think a lot, a lot of us have this misconception of people who have childhood trauma are the only ones who have trauma later on in life or they're the only ones that kind of have a reason to be depressed or upset or like that validation is there which it is 100% the validation is there however I think for a lot of us who do have good childhoods however go through stuff later on in life I think maybe we feel a little invalid as if the things that we are going through aren't I don't know how to say this not that they're not enough because enough's not the right word but they're not as justified I guess to make you feel the way that you feel anyway with that all being said and done I'm gonna jump into my childhood so I was a super bubbly outgoing kid um, I was very talkative if you haven't noticed already my nickname from the people that used to look after me was Little Miss Have a Chat <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. I would talk to anyone and everyone and at a very young age I got told so many times that I was mature for my age. You know I could get along with all walks of life and I think that's what's going to be so far in life is the ability to get along with everyone that I talk to and to appreciate everyone and to understand where maybe they're coming from or their perspective or what they've been through and just accept them as a human being, accept them as a friend. I grew up in a middle class family. Um, my parents, they're awesome. I'm so grateful for my parents. They have always gone above and beyond for me my entire life. You know, they've always been there to support me. They've always been there to encourage me and to be there when I fall down you know they've always loved me unconditionally and if I can be half the parent that they are I'm gonna be chuffed like if I think about my mum we've only ever had one proper argument our entire lives and that was over her wanting me to quit trampolining and me refusing um, I'll jump deeper into the trampolining story and my next podcast and the injuries around that and the way that all she was doing was caring for me but at that age I just didn't see it you know and then my dad he's always he's always been there you know in my teenage years if something happened to my car or if I needed a ride or you know if I ever needed someone to pick me up they were both there you know I could go to a party as a teenager and know that no matter what trouble I got in or if I needed a safe place to go I could ring them and they'd be there and we just had this really open and honest relationship you know I never snuck out I never went behind their backs because I built that trust with them so they allowed me freedom which was really really awesome I also have an older sister she's six years older than me um, and like most siblings we had our little wee fights and things like that. It was never bad, but 
she's just my best friend. She's honestly the most beautiful human I've ever met and she's strong and she's determined and she led the way as an older sister and taught me to just be myself and to continue to grow and to strive for the best and yeah she's just incredible she's incredible I could go on all day about her but as a family we used to go on lots of family holidays um, I was super grateful to be able to go to Disneyland quite a few times with my family that's kind of our thing we're all massive Disney fans uh, so we went in 2005 and then I went to Russia in 2006 for trampolining and me and the girls that I did trampolining with we also got to go to Disneyland on our way home from Russia so that was incredible we went again to Disneyland in 2010 and I also went again in 2014 so I've been very very blessed when it comes to that we've been to Aussie multiple times and yeah, it, it was just really awesome to travel at such a young age and to experience life outside of New Zealand. It was very eye-opening, a lot of it. The things that we saw overseas, um, yeah, kind of just gave you a different perspective, I guess. My whole life I have been super into sports. Like I've mentioned my trampolining, and I'll go into further detail about that soon. However... I was super into motorbikes, me and dad would always play out on the motorbikes or the go-karts and a lot of it was, don't tell your mother, you know, that, that sort of stuff. But I loved it, I had so much fun with him. And I was into dance and even played touch rugby for a little bit. And once I got better at trampolining, my coach actually didn't want me to do any other sports, which was, it was really tough for me, but I did have this determination that I will be the best trampolinist and so, it was worth giving up all of those other sports in order to be the best. I started to hit, I guess, a few roadblocks as I got into my teenage years, as most teenagers do, looking at, back at it in hindsight, you know. At the time it felt so lonely and like I was the only one experiencing what I was experiencing and again, I'll go into further detail later, but my high school counsellor, she... I said to her, you know, why do I feel like this? I have a supportive family, I've had an awesome upbringing, and I just don't understand why I feel the way that I do. You know, I feel like it's selfish, because I shouldn't be like this. You know, people have it worse than me, so how come I'm upset? You know, I should be grateful, I should be happy, but I just can't be. And she looked at me, and all of the things that I talked to her about, and she was like, put all of these quote-unquote little things together and that makes a really big deal you know and it's not just like I said to her I was like I haven't had a parent pass away I haven't had you know an abusive family there's not drugs in the family there's not abuse around alcohol things like that I had a really awesome upbringing and I just felt so confused as to why depression had crept into my life and my whole life people had asked me what I want to do in life, what I want to be, where I want to go. And my first answer was always the Olympics. I'm going to go to 2016 Olympics in Rio de Janeiro. 
and that's all I cared about. All I talked about, and everybody knew me as Sarah, the girl who's going to go to the Olympics. And then as I got older and into my teenage years, after my injury, it turned into, I want to be skinny. You know, this phase about being skinny. And I was fixated on it. I was so fixated on it. And then it changed to, I want to be happy. And again, that's all I cared about. I just didn't want to be depressed anymore. I just wanted to love life and wake up and not feel like I'm a burden. And then it changed to, I want to travel the world. And I did. I wanted to travel everywhere I possibly could. I still do. I would still love to travel the world. But then it turned into, I want to escape. And I don't care where I escaped. I just wanted to be out. And not out from my family or the people around me, but just out from where I was, you know, mentally. And then it turned into, I want to kill myself. And suicide is such a taboo subject. And all I could think about day in and day out was how am I going to kill myself? And it was really, really hard. It was scary. It was daunting. And it consumed me. You know, this black dog consumed me. My whole being just no longer wanted to be here. And it was so hard because I didn't want to hurt my mum. I didn't want to hurt my dad or my sister or the people around me. But I just felt like there was no escape. There was no way out of it. And as I promised you guys in the first episode, I'm going to be completely raw and vulnerable with you guys on this journey. Each podcast will dive deeper into my story. And I'll take you through the journey of my life and how I got to where I am today, where I love life. I could not think of anything better than waking up in the morning and just getting to experience life and it's just such a beautiful thing and I really wish that 15 16 year old Sarah saw where I where I am now you know and I've still got a long way to go I'm still growing I'm still evolving and I'll forever be evolving I'll forever be growing and learning and bettering myself to whatever season I am in but 16 year old Sarah didn't think she would make it to 17, you know, and, and it was so scary, it was so scary, but yeah, that's a bit of where we're going to go with this, you know, that was my childhood and how awesome it was and knowing that even though my parents did everything that they could to give me a great childhood and my friends and my family and my sister and everyone in my life was there for me. I still managed to fall into this very, very dark, scary place. So that's all for today's episode. I will catch you guys next Tuesday where we jump into the trampolining story and kind of what went on there. And then we'll dive deeper into everything else. But I hope you all have a lovely week and I really appreciate your support. Thank you.